0: Hey guys, and welcome back to High Key Adulting, aka the not-so-serious guide as to how to live your best life as a teen, late teen, or fresh adult. I am your host, Jada Jones, and today we've got a super informative episode. Our guest today is Mackenzie Morgan. She is a 19-year-old boss babe, to put it simply. She has her own blog, YouTube channel, and is a college student at Kent State University. We talk a lot about just starting your own brand, being confident in your own self, knowing your self-worth, and just tons of other things that I know that you guys will be super interested in with this episode. That will all be coming later, but before we get into that episode, here is the quote of the week that I want you guys to focus on. So this quote of the week I'm getting from the account called Mandalash on Instagram. COVID-19 woke you up to taking care of your health. Shelter in place woke you up to appreciating the life you have. The recession woke you up to the importance of saving your money. Black Lives Matter movement woke you up to the power of taking action. You're awake now, and it will take a conscious decision and intentional work to stay awake. Don't let them rock you back to sleep. I found that quote to be so powerful. I literally just found it, reposted it as soon as I read it. I really do think that right now with so much going on, it is very important to stay woke, (laughs) like to put it frank. Um, Stay active, stay doing things, stay educated on what's going on um the worst thing that we can do is return back to our sense of normalcy that wasn't good like we need to have a new normal and if this is the new normal for now until change takes place then so be it but i really do like that quote and it does really just motivate me to stay doing what i'm doing and keep pushing for everything that's going on right now so with that being said that was my quote for the week and let's get into my highs and lows So to be quite honest, I don't really have any lows for the week and I am very happy to say that because I feel like sometimes I intentionally try to find a low, something that's just like not going right and even though things could always be better, I don't want, I don't really have a low that like I have to say. We're gonna go ahead and get to the highs and there's a couple of highs this week, one being that if you guys are listening to this right now, this episode is being recorded with my new microphone, it is the Samsung C10U Pro, it sounds amazing first of all the quality is just so good and i hope you guys can tell a difference let me know if you guys like this with that being said with the whole mic situation i recorded this episode about a week ago uh so we did it via zoom and the audio honestly wasn't the best quality but i think that this was just such a good episode that i didn't want to throw it away so still listen to it it's just not going to sound this crisp and clear all the episodes coming up soon will definitely be at the top quality um i have other pre-recorded episodes that sound really good as well it's just this one was not the best so with that being said we are about to get into this episode i hope you guys enjoy this little intro from me let's go ahead and meet Mackenzie and listen to all of the cool things that she's got to say today i have a very special guest her name is Mackenzie, and we are going to be talking about a ton of things today super excited hello Mackenzie. how are you Good. How are you? I'm so excited to be on. I know. I'm excited to have you. I just wanted to have a girl boss, like influencer, blogger type woman. And I came across your channel and your like blog at the same time. I don't know how. I think one of your videos were my recommended. It was one of the bathing suit ones. It has to be anyway. Of course. Of course. Yeah. It came up in my recommended and I was like, I love this girl so much. Like, you just have a different energy. I feel like sometimes the influencer world can get so just like mundane. Everyone's the same type thing. And like, you have something so special about your energy. And I just love it. So I wanted to have her on the podcast because I know that she's going to have just a ton of good things to say. So I'm excited. Hello, Mackenzie. I want you to just go ahead and explain just like who you are, a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your blog. There you go. Go for it. So my name is Mackenzie Morgan.
1: I am 19 years old. I just turned 19 last week. And I am a fashion and college lifestyle influencer. I started my blog stylebymackenzie.com when I was 14 years old. I was a freshman in high school. And I will be a sophomore fashion merchandising student at Kent State University in Kent, Ohio in the fall. So it's been a long time coming. I just celebrated four and a half years. I know, the half birthdays count, guys. Yes, they, they do. do. Um, So I have my vlog, and then uh, it wasn't until about a year ago that I started taking YouTube really seriously and uploading at least one time a week. Um, And I started off with vlogs, just showing my, like, family, my friends and family from home what I was up to while at school. And it's kind of taken off in a way I never expected. Like she just said, she found me through a literal bikini haul, which is, like, how a lot of people have found me recently. (laughs) Um, But I like to do lots of different reviews, hauls everyday life, man. I'm just keeping it real on the internet. This is me. I love to get dressed. I love to share my passions on the internet, but not for like other people just, just cause I like it. It's yeah. like, I love talking to a camera. So exactly. yeah, that's me.
0: All right. Yeah. So that's her super excited to get into this episode. We're going to go ahead and start with like speed round questions just to kind of get to know her and whatnot. The first question that I got for you is since you're a fashion vlogger, what is, or was your go-to quarantine outfit? So, I literally never owned a pair of sweatpants
1: until like no, a sure. year ago. A year ago, I was never a sweats person. And now I just love them. I swear by Boohoo sweats and I wear their jogger sets all the time. I'm just like, during quarantine I was like a go-to sweatshirt and jogger like matching set little combo yeah. but I still get dressed like now that it's getting warmer I live in Maryland it's like 85 degrees 100% humidity every single day mm-hmm. so it's obviously not an option now um but I pretty much stick to a dress or a romper every single day um I like that it's easy you don't people are like oh, a dress so fancy yes. Now like a dress is not
0: fancy you just put it on in your dress there's no thought to I it the that same I... Way. I don't know why people are so yes. like eh, about dresses I love dresses and rompers because it's just like one piece and people were like well it's hard exactly. to go to the bathroom I'm like no it's not it's like the jeans no it's not are the it's, like hard that. it's like wearing
1: your old t-shirt yeah right, it's like exactly. wearing an old t-shirt to bed it's, like, it's cute
0: so that's exactly. not my go-to outfit all righty next question who was your first style icon that you can remember
1: that I can remember gosh I don't know but I will say I turn to Jennifer Aniston's Rachel Green a oh, lot for I inspiration her. I don't necessarily dress that basic I would say like I don't wear that many basics I'm more of like a fancier dress romper set kind of girl mm-hmm. but when I do wear jeans in a tank or for the sake of styling purposes I love turning back to what she wears and just like in general, I don't know. Yeah. I give off Jennifer Aniston vibes yeah, viewers sometimes. So yeah. <laughs> I was
0: just about to say that I was like you give off that vibe as soon as you said that I was like I can see I can see where that's coming from for sure. Yes,
1: yeah, so I that is that's probably my biggest style inspiration. I don't know. I don't necessarily like turn to other celebrities. I'm more of like there's definitely influencers I like, but at the same time my style is whatever the heck I want it to be yes, whatever day of the week. It. So right. I don't stick to one thing
0: love that what is your spirit animal
1: okay I looked at this one and I was trying to think of it like a hundred times I was like I literally I can't think of anything besides a cowgirl which is like not a spirit animal but like my alter ego like is a cowgirl like I don't know how else to describe it but like that is me like the like I I'm not at all like I'm not like an outdoorsy person, like I don't want to step in cow poop, but like Hello. I, something about me just likes it, like I don't know, not really is spirit animal, but that's probably it.
0: What is your favorite local restaurant in your city slash college town? Okay, so in my college town,
1: um, like I said, I go to school in Kent State, at Kent State in Kent, Ohio. <laughs> And they have this restaurant called Brico, and I love it there. It's a little bit fancier than, like, your typical restaurant. Like, you would get steak or seafood or, like, something like that there. Mm. And we got taken there, like, for my sorority. If you make the dean's list, they take you out to dinner there, and, like, they pay for it. Ooh, and we yeah. go there, like – if if someone comes to visit me for a special occasion. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Can never afford to like just take myself there because but it's <laughs> so good. I can't explain. I don't know if it's a chain though. I don't think it's a chain. Mm-hmm. Um So if you ever find yourself in Kent,
0: there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and the last quick cue that I have that actually might be a little bit, but I wanted to get your intake or your insight on this because um, this is something that is really big right now and that's taking on the world quite literally. So I wanted to ask you, what are your thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement and what do you think that others who look like you and have the privilege like you can do to help? Okay,
1: so my take on Black Lives Matter, I talked about it a little bit on my stories the other day and it is that it is not a political issue. Mm -hmm. It's not. It is a life issue. And if you feel differently, then I welcomed my followers to unfollow me. I was like, if you feel that fighting for your life because of your skin color is a joking matter you can unfollow me. I'm happy to say that I didn't lose that many followers. Like I, and that makes me feel good because it means that the people that are following me are people that are like-minded and they have the right ideals and values that I carry, of -hmm. course. But what has made me so sad about the whole situation is seeing like influencers. And I don't want to make this like influencers become the victim because that's so not what I'm trying to do. But I saw so many mean comments on, for instance, Gretchen Garrity. Gretchen Mm -hmm. Garrity has like 500,000 subscribers. Yeah, I know. And people were like, you're not doing enough. Like you Mm -hmm. didn't donate enough money. This person did this much and you're Mm -hmm. just doing this. It is not a competition. Black Lives Mattering is not a competition of who can brag and show off more that they have more money to do more, your goal as an influencer is to use your voice to empower people and to show them that they can have a voice regardless regardless of how much money they have or what they can do. We're in the middle of a freaking pandemic. Pandemic. There are people who there are people that don't have jobs who, who lost family members. Their entire family has been wiped out. So in my opinion, just my opinion, mm-hmm. is that it's wrong and it's shameful to shame someone and say that they didn't donate enough money or mm-hmm. like they don't, I don't know, like something about that just rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like you have no idea what's going on in someone's life. Now, if you can donate, yes, of course, mm-hmm. donate. I also have a very young audience and I recognize that a huge portion of my audience is not 18 years old. And when you're 18, you can't vote. You Mm -hmm. can't sign a lot of petitions. Maybe your parents are living under their roof and they don't want you to protest. So you Mm -hmm. have to obey them. Mm -hmm. And I recognize those things. So I've been doing my best to share resources to people that do not cost money, that don't require you to leave your house, that don't require you to be a certain age, because you can make a difference at every age. There's nothing too big or too small. And I wish more people would kind of promote that, especially if they do have a younger audience, like to be mindful of that. Mm -hmm. And because for me personally, I know that it's unrealistic to say, hey, donate, everyone donate $50 to this, to like to this cause, because they don't have $50. Mm -hmm. And I get that. And that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you can't do that, then do your part and get educated, watch a movie, read a book, Mm -hmm. share places for other people to do. So that's kind of my take on it. Obviously I support everyone, I stand with them and I am so grateful for that community and their support with me. So I will do nothing but the same for them.
0: That is so sweet. Thank you so much for your insight on that. I did want to see your perspective because that's just something that is going on right now, you know, so yes, for sure, for sure. okay guys so we're back and now we already know a bit about Mackenzie but now we're going to talk about her and her personal brand how she kind of started her blogging career how she's just kind of doing this and like being 19 that's insane I mean I'm 18 so we're all both kind of still adulting into a fresh 19 year old oh yeah you know love it and so yeah we're going to talk about a bit about her blog and just kind of how she started and like get into the nitty-gritty on how to just kind of get that boost Mackenzie can you tell me in detail kind of how you started your first brand deal like how did you get your first brand deal because I did read your about me section on your blog and I was so like fascinated I was like wow she got one of her first brand deals in like the first couple of months Um, I think so many people just deem things as overnight successes they're just like well they just got it because they just got it or like it just happened so fast like I want to do that too but I think that there's a lot of work that goes into it. But as a 14-year-old, starting as a 14-year-old, because I started as well when I was 14. I started YouTube when I was 14. So like us starting as 14-year-olds, kind of how was your journey? Okay, so I started
1: my fashion blog, stylebymckens.wordpress.com. At the time, I was on a free website, um, January 1st of 2016. So like I said, I was 14, um, freshman in high school, fresh freshman, you know. And I started because I did not know what I wanted to do as a career. I just, it was like, God, it's my freshman year of high school. I need to figure out what I want to do for the rest of my life, which is so not true. You don't even need to know those things your freshman year of college, let alone your freshman year of high school. But I was torn between whether I wanted to be a photographer or writer or pursue something in the fashion industry. So ultimately I decided, all right, it is time to sit down and really think about this. I was like sobbing in my mom's room and she was like, why don't you start a fashion blog? Perhaps like this will give you some sort of direction and it will show you which industry maybe you belong in. So I That was in about like October of 2015 and once we came up with the name and about two year, two months, not two years, two months later on January 1st, um, I hit publish on my very first post and kind of all went from there. Um, I always kept a consistent posting schedule. I uploaded about three times, three to four times a week, every week since. Um, There are definitely weeks in the last four years where I switched to two times a week Um, maybe three. But for the most part, I've always stuck to a posting schedule and been really, really diligent about that. And all the Sundays that have passed in four and a half years, I have only ever missed one. So (laughs) I've always been so good about it. Um, And in October of 2016, so about 10 months later, I got my, not my first, okay, kind of my first brand deal. I had been like sent something to like, give a discount code on, but it was just, like, one thing, no blog post or anything, you know, mm-hmm. um, but in October, I landed my first brand deal with Warby Parker, which is an eyeglass company, for those of you guys who don't know, and Warby Parker is actually a really well-known company, like, that was a very big brand deal mm-hmm. to be my first one, um, and I think once you land one, it kind of all spirals from there a little bit. Obviously, brands want to see want to work with someone and hire quote unquote hire someone who has previous experience and has other i don't know how else to describe it like they have experience it's like the same thing when you get a job and sometimes it's hard to get their first job because they're like well what's your experience and you're like well i don't have any experience because everyone says you need experience, but like, (laughs) how do I get that first experience? Right. So I encourage people who are like in that stage of wanting to first land brand deals and wanting to get their name out there to really build up your website as if it's your resume Mm -hmm. and just put out content that you're proud of that you would want to work with other brands on. Maybe your favorite brand is Express and you really want to partner with Express. Well, style your three favorite outfits with Express Clothes and link to their website and say all these good things about them. And that way, when you go to Pitch Express and say, hey, I think I'd be a great fit to work with you. Here's an example of my work and the kind of partnership we could work on. You have an example right there. So I think that's one thing that's really important to remember. It's obviously not going to come overnight. The one thing I hate, like this is a, a big pet peeve of mine, is when people message me on Instagram and they start off with, hi, I love your page and they're not following me Uh and then they say I just want to know how you got started with what you do and like how your income works and how you started working with these brands I hate that first of all if you do not follow me do not Mm -hmm. message me that because it's rude Mm -hmm. and second of all it's just like it takes time you can't just start a blog and expect expect to make money and expect to land free brand deals you have to work tirelessly and hard And you have to keep doing it because you love it, not because you expect a reward out of it. Now, is it nice to know the potential rewards that can come out of starting your own brand? Heck yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to know that it's possible for me to make money, but that should not be the reason why why you you get started. started. So that's kind of my take on brand deals and all of it. Um, I encourage you not to message a stranger that you don't follow and ask Exactly,
0: girl. (laughs) Um, And if
1: you type, I hate to break it to everyone, but people seem to forget There's this thing called Google and you can type into the search bar how how do bloggers make money and it will it will tell you when you do the research.
0: (laughs) So So, so yes agreed, agreed. I heard that you talked a lot about consistency and just like starting, but like being consistent with that. I feel like so many times, especially with YouTube, um, I have so many people in my DMs and just being like, Hey, like I wanna start a channel, this and this and this and this. Like I know it's consistent, like unlike all like all the basic things that you need to know, basically, for starting a YouTube yeah. channel, blog, whatever you do. But the issue is that people are so quick to be like, oh, like, if I don't, if I results, don't succeed overnight, I'm, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to quit. And so I've seen so many people just quit. Um, and I think that that's where people can really just honestly... See if this is something for them because I think so many people join in with the mindset thinking, Oh, yeah, like I love it so much. But in reality, you figure out like six months later when it's not really a passion, you figure out that it was for the money and like the brand deals and all of that to begin with. And then the passions just yeah. start to like lose that kind of stuff. So I guess the next question that I have kind of is just yeah, like, like I was saying, like, I feel like blogging and YouTube, like, I feel like you could just get so unmotivated so quickly, especially when you see others doing better than you, or like, you just feel burnt out or unmotivated, so what is the one thing that just kind of keeps you motivated and wanting to keep making content?
1: So, it's definitely something that I think every influencer struggles with, but I... I feel like this is not the answer people are looking for, and that's why I like when I get this question. I'm like, I'm sorry, but my <laughs> answer is not going to be the answer you want to hear. You want the truth, but girl? I have been working. I've been doing this for so long that like when I wake up on a Sunday morning, okay, I gotta get the blog post up. I gotta get my weekly wrap up up, which is where I share my outfits of the week and a week in my life. I get them up every Sunday, like I said, since the very first Sunday ever. Yes, y'all can check. And y'all
0: can literally check. On I'm her like. Blog. <laughs> it's there. Gosh, I don't want to do
1: this. I do this every Sunday. Well, then I'm like, but you do it every Sunday. And that's why you can't not do it because no. you do it every Sunday. And I am one of those people that like has to follow through with what they say they're going to do. Like it will literally eat me alive if I don't, I just want to prove myself wrong. Like I want to prove everyone wrong so bad that that is what keeps me motivated. And I know that's like wrong. Like No, to say, it's but... not. I, I just hate, like, my mom, for instance. I love my mom to death. She is my biggest supporter, but she was, like, earlier when I first got home from school, I had gotten home, like, obviously because of corona, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, April, and I was, like, I'm gonna work so hard now that I'm home, and, like, I am in the comfort of my home with my family. It's obviously a little bit easier to, like, have an extra helping hand and i was like i'm just going to go hard i'm going to go at it and i'm going to reach 10k and she was like why is it such a big deal like you why are you working so hard for this and i was like well because you missy just said why are you working so hard for this so that's why i'm going to work so hard for it because you just said that right so i don't know i think that it's easy to get burnt out but sometimes you have to step away from what you're doing to remember that it's what you like and at the same time uh, I have to pay for college, so I, this is my job, and it's, like, you don't just get to not go into work on Monday because you don't want to, Mm -hmm. so you don't just get to not do your job, and I think it's different as your YouTube and your blog transitions from that hobby to the whole, like, career job job. thing, obviously. Obviously, there's a big transition there, but, like I said, it is something to consider, and don't know once you're in that mindset it's hard to just be like oh I'm not going into work today because you don't really have
0: a choice right I was reading the book Atomic Habits and I just remember it talking so much about sometimes it's not even about like you not wanting to do it like we all don't want to do things like even with your dream job like there are going to be things that you don't want to do that you just don't be like doing but consistency really keeping yourself going like that's what you have to do to get to where you want to be and like where like otherwise if you were to just feel like bored and like mundane and like burnt out and motivated every single time you just quit every single thing you start so you're going to have to push through those rough times and those just kind of moments where you don't feel like pushing anymore to get on the other side of that so I liked what you said about that and just like also proving people wrong like you said you were like oh like I feel like that's so bad but like honestly it's not like if that's your driving force and like you also want to prove to yourself that that's what you can do, like that's who you are as a person. you're proving not only to other people but to yourself that you are a person that can be accountable. you are a person, and then you can also prove that to brands as well, like I've been posting every single Sunday like for the past four years, you know what I'm saying, so yep. that's something that you can say that not many people can say because they either just quit too fast or they just didn't have the quote unquote motivation to begin with, but yeah, so that's a yeah, I'm glad that you said those things about that because it is really important that you understand that motivation sometimes isn't just from you getting excited and whatever like sometimes motivation simply has to be you getting up out of bed just so that you can do this so that you can get on the other side of it because you don't want to do it you know I think motivation too like there are some
1: people who are very I think the word is intrinsic, intrinsic. don't quote yeah don't right. quote me I, I didn't pass AP psych right. but yeah, I'm pretty well, sure yeah intrinsic
0: Yes, ma'am. Versus,
1: versus, what is the other one? External like ex- motivations? External, yeah,
0: external. So an
1: external motivation would be, if I get this work done, um, I will land another brand deal, which will get me even more free clothes. Whereas mm-hmm. an intrinsic motivation would be, if I if I do this work, I'll gain more subscribers, which will in turn lead to more brand deals and growing a platform with a community that is happy and excited and willing to support you. So when you have, I'm a very intrinsically motivated (laughs) um that is the kind of person i am i i focus not focus but like i run i like that fuels me is knowing that like i did something on my own so Mm -hmm. i don't know just the personal thing
0: i guess yeah no you're so right i even have that on my work resume like as one of my skills is like intrinsically motivated because some people are just like external or extrinsically motivated yo like we both took APs. we're just like you know what (laughs) We're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like intrinsic, extrinsic. Oh my God, what? Like, I don't even know. But like externally motivated, that means like you're motivated by money, you're motivated by all the secondhand things, whereas being intrinsically motivated. Which is, is, there's
1: nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: Extrinsic, that's great. Those things are great.
1: But I will say that it's easier to get burnt out when you are motivated by those kinds of things.
0: Yeah, when you have like an internal passion for that or like a why and like why you're doing that, I preach that so hard core for people looking to start channels like you really have to know that like it's not going to be the numbers like that's not what's motivating you like it has to be something deeper than that so that it's easier to keep moving forward it is so easy to quit when you don't have a clear reason why you're doing what I you're doing. And it's just like money stuff. and fame and whatever. Like that's nothing wrong with that, but it's just, it will be so much easier to quit when you don't have something deeper than that. So yes, love how you talked about that for sure because that, that's very, yeah, that's very important. I was literally, I was like intrinsic psychology, what? But yes, oh my gosh, I did take that as well. <laughs> Let me see, Alrighty. Okay, so with all of that being said, what is your main goal with blogging and where do you hope blogging will take you in the future?
1: So I think one of the reasons why I have not been so burnt out and why I'm always stuck with it is that I don't really have, like, some big ta-da end moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I think, yes, an end goal, like, keeps some people motivated, and they're like, okay, I'm I'm constantly working towards this, um, at the same time, like, it makes the journey less fun when you're so focused on getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. I think you have to really like, I, I love the journey. I love looking back and seeing where I was four years ago and to really sit down and reflect and see, God, like 14 year old Mackenzie didn't even know landing a brand deal was possible. 14 year old Mackenzie had no idea that she would go to fashion week. Like that's like what makes those things so much more special is like not anticipating those things. Mm -hmm. I think So while, yes, I would love to one day, I don't, I don't have an end goal. I I don't like, I know that sounds bad at the same time, but I started my channels and my platforms with the intent of just having a place to share my thoughts and to connect Mm -hmm. with someone else. And it was for myself. It was to give me something to do and cause I liked it. And while, yes, I have lots of followers and subscribers and those things are great. My reason hasn't really changed. I want to provide content that is beneficial to other people, but at the same time, if I don't like it, then I'm not going to post it because I it's I want to enjoy what I am doing. And while some people would say like the main goal is to just do this for the rest of my life and yes, I plan on continuing this far past college, but I plan on getting a real job. Not that this isn't a real job, but I want to go into work and I want to work in an office and I want to do it for someone else. Mm-hmm. So my goal, I guess, would be to financially be able to do, to not have another job, mm-hmm. to do this full time. However, even if I was able to, as of right now, I don't, I'm not want planning yeah. on, yeah, I still want to do that. So I guess, yeah, that is an end goal to, you know, be able to financially support yourself off of what you love. I can think of plenty of things I want to do and goals right. I want to achieve and I want to hit 20,000 subscribers by the end of the year. Yeah, that's a goal. I want to be able to go to Paris Fashion Week one day. But Mm -hmm. those aren't things that I'm like, once I get there, it's all over. Once you get to those goals, it opens up many more doors. And it opens up all these new exciting goals and all these new opportunities. And that's what's exciting about reaching goals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like checking the boxes is that every, every time I reach a milestone, it's really just like a stepping stone to something even greater. Mm -hmm. But like, It's like constantly on a rainbow. Like you don't, you don't really know where that pot of gold is. You just keep going, and the more you go, the closer you are to it. But I don't think you ever really reach like one, one, one specific thing because your following is never going to stop growing if you
0: keep doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So, I like what you said about like you liking the journey and you really taking. Uh, a lot of care in the process and I think that is something that so many people forget because they think the exact opposite of what you were saying like it's always about oh I just want to hit 100,000 subscribers and then like once you hit that it's like okay what's next like yeah you like never enjoyed that truly and you were always just so focused on that that number goal that nothing else was ever really fun to you so I think that's why also that how so many people can just get so burnt out and unmotivated because there was never really another kind of goal to get excited like there was nothing exciting about the make the process exciting you weren't like super excited to film a video you just knew that you wanted to film the video to get a hundred thousand subscribers and then the fire dies after exactly yeah so I really like what you said about the process so what is something that like makes you I guess like happy when filming a YouTube video because I know you did just recently like really take YouTube into like consideration and like you're really focusing on YouTube now so what is like your best like let's say what is like your favorite part of filming a YouTube video or like, what do you like about YouTube that like blogging can't really give you, I guess?
1: So I like YouTube because I, okay. So I started my YouTube channel because I wanted to, I wanted to post an everyday makeup tutorial and it's really hard to teach people how to, you do your makeup through, through writing. Blog. Yes. Like it's, it's hard to be like, Hey, I put it here when like it's a blog post. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll start a YouTube channel to film this video. And that's why I like YouTube so much. And I didn't, I I maybe posted one video a month for like those few years. And it wasn't until I bought my vlog camera and I went away to college that, A, I felt like I had something worthwhile to talk about and B, that I just, I wanted to take it seriously. Those like the the years prior, I didn't, I just, I just didn't want to. I was, I was so focused on blogging. Like YouTube's fun, but like, I just, I don't want to take it. And run with it. Yet yeah. I wanted to wait until I was at a different stage of life, and I did, and I'm so glad I did. Um, but I just like to talk. I just love totally. to talk. Like yeah.
0: I, my, I'm a twin, and my sister is extremely introverted. Yeah, I thought I just saw that. I was like, are they? Yes. Twins? Do they just like have the same birthday, and they're like, like I was like, no, <laughs> for the most paternal twins
1: you will ever meet. I just like make up for all Madison's non talkative genes Aww. I got, and. <laughs> So I just, I don't know. I love just, I think it's so therapeutic to just sit down and especially vlogging just to be like, this is what I'm doing today. Mm -hmm. It feels good to talk to myself. It calms me. And honestly, I love to vlog because it keeps me so productive. Like I thrive when people are like, you are so productive. They're like, how do you get so much done in a day? I'm like, because (laughs) I'm like, because you comment, you commenting, God, how does she do it all? I like, oh my God, that's like a turn on to me. And when someone, comment, <laughs> someone comments that, I'm like, yes. And then I'm like, I have to do more and, and accomplish more because I love, I love when people are like, how does she get so much done? Like, it right. just feels good. So I don't know. The camera keeps me really, really, really motivated in the yes. sense, as far as like sit down videos go and like just filming college advice and like uh-huh. calls and stuff. I love clothes. So I'll never complain about getting sent clothes to talk about them, God, that's living the life, man, you know, (laughs) 10-year-old me dreamed of that, and as far as, like, sit-down college videos go, like, if I could help someone and be the voice that, Mm -hmm. like, I wish I had going into college last year, then, then I will be, I will be that voice, because I wish that that was available to me, I guess, so I don't know, just being the internet friend to someone, I guess, I realized, so, yeah. Oh,
0: you're, okay, first of all, you're an Enneagram 3. You have to be, right? I'm a 1. How are you a 1? I'm a 3. I am like, su- that's, like, the achiever, like,
1: Enneagram. I'm such a type 1 person. Really? Like, I am such a rule follower and, like, has <laughs> to do everything the way yeah. someone else, like, I'm such a people pleaser. Uh-huh. And, and, like, no, you can't do that because mom said no. Like, that is, like, totally my personality. So I mean, I'm, am, I'm, am, I'm very motivated, like, obviously, and I like to do everything, but I also, like, cannot say no to people, so mm-hmm. that's where my that's type so one comes in. You're like a
0: blend. You have to be, like, second runner-up. It has. Someone to be-
1: was like, you're definitely a type seven, and I was like, definitely, I'm not. I'm a type one. <laughs> that's so
0: I'm, like, really, I'm, like, a really strong type one when I took it. It really? was like, whoa. So now that we talked about all that, I'm so glad that I got to hear just a lot about you and just starting your blog and like because for everyone it's different like I could ask all of these same questions to someone else but it's so individual for the person you know so what is your advice that you can give to others looking to start and build their own personal blog or brand especially right now like do you think it's too late like what do you what do you think what's like your little tidbit of information that you think okay So I have a
1: big tidbit of information. I could literally talk about this for so long and I have a video on it where I literally just sit and ramble about it because it's something that I'm really passionate about. And I think the first thing, my first bit of advice is you have to be in it for the right reasons. Like you absolutely have to, like we talked about earlier, like Mm -hmm. if you do not have some sort of intrinsic motivation, you are going to burn out six Mm -hmm. months from now. If you don't have some sort of um, pot of gold at the end of your little rainbow, like you're going to hate it. And Mm -hmm. it makes me mad when I see people like not take up space on the internet. That sounds so (laughs) brutal. That's not what I mean. But like when I see people who like, Mm -hmm. it just like makes me mad like I get that it's not for everyone but at the same time like like if you're if you are not 100% sure that it's something that you want to do for the right reasons then don't do it um so I feel that and then my other advice is you cannot move forward if you are constantly looking side to side like Mm -hmm. you just cannot if you are so focused on what Jill and Karen are doing, you are never going to better yourself. Stop wasting your time and energy worrying about how other people are growing compared to you. Comparison in this industry will kill you as fast as it created you. Like, I preach it, say a lot for the people in the back. It will kill you as fast as it created you. And I mean that wholeheartedly. It will absolutely, like, you have to focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. And the more time and the more energy, I know that sounds self-absorbed, but the more time that you spend better in yourself, the less time you're, you're wasting on something else so stay focused stop looking at what everyone else is doing I mean take notes from those who are successful but don't constantly sit there and be like god how can I bleach my hair and and color my teeth to be as white as hers like that's not what's made that person successful you have to be dedicated you have to be diligent and you Mm -hmm. have to be hardworking. those three things are going to take you so much further in life than anything else and at the end of the day you have to remember that this is one big fat life lesson Mm -hmm. like i I cannot tell you the stuff that I've learned from working for myself the last four years as a 14 year old mm-hmm. are more skills than people learn their whole life working a corporate job. Yes, there I is agree. nothing no corporate job can teach you the skills that you learn from working for yourself. So I encourage you go for it, do it, stop waiting around, stop waiting for someone to tell you that it's the right time. And if you're watching this, you're listening to this right now, and you're asking yourself, Did I do? God, should I just do it? Just do it. Yes, just stop, do this it. is your sign. This is your sign right this now. Your just sign. Do it. And I know I just said that don't do it. If you're not like hundred mm-hmm. percent sure, I don't mean it like that. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I mean, really think about it and think Mm -hmm. this has the potential to change your life, but you have to work for it to change your life and you have to let it change your life. It's not just going to happen. So that is my take on it. That's my best advice. And to always look back and appreciate where you came from. Do not, do not, do not forget where you started because it will humble you Mm -hmm. so quickly. And I think there is something so special about growth when you remember how long ago you started and how much you changed. So that's my best blogging advice. And it is never, ever too late. It's not too late to start. And the only regret that you will have about what you're doing is that you didn't not start too. sooner. Yes. Mic drop.
0: Bam. Yes. Done and done. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. Can we we're just going to clap for that a little bit. And <laughs> that was great. So, that's my advice guys. Yes. Oh my God. So good. I, I just think that sometimes it can get like, you hear it from the same people. You kind of hear a version of that like speech that you just gave. And I think it's like You sometimes you you just have to get that sign to just go ahead and do it. I think so many people are just scared about again, like what others will think, but like you've also gotta understand that like y'all if you see little Mackenzie the first fourteen year old like blog post, you're gonna be like, Look, I can eat now. Exactly. So like you everyone starts from somewhere and I think so many people expect that their first video is gonna be the most perfect thing that they ever make. And if you go to everyone's like it's just not and it's never going to be. You're always going to improve, you're always gonna get somewhere, but you're never gonna know where you're going to ever be if you never start and especially right now so yeah I agree I don't think it's too late to start I think there's always something that you yeah. can offer that other people don't have and whether that is your personality or whether if that is just something specifically for you because you look different than someone else um yeah it's important that if you just want to start just to start now and I think that's the biggest takeaway from this especially Just because we're in a world full of technology right now, that's like what we have access to, especially just right after being in quarantine for so long, and just like school and a lot of it being online, like that is what we have access to right now. So use that to your advantage. Use the time to your advantage, and just be smart with it. Um, There are again tons of videos. I know Mackenzie has made some. I've made a ton about just like starting a YouTube channel. I know Mackenzie's made some about starting a blog. So if you guys need any of that stuff, I will also link it down in the show notes. But Yeah, girl, I'm so glad to have had you on today. All of her stuff will be linked down below. And yeah, that's about it, guys. Thank you so much, Mackenzie, again. Thank you for having me. Of course.